Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. West Hudson. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN WTLX Monona, Madison. Sports Center updates on 100.5 ESPN are brought to you by Metro Kia of Madison, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. We want to see you at Metro Kia. Visit Metro Kia on the east side today. Are you ready for the Thursday night drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. B.B. Jackson Cottage Grove, it is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light. Your ears are not deceive me. I'm Jim Rutledge. I'm doing another show brought to you by Coors Light. That's how much I love Coors Light, and I'm excited to be here at uh, B.B. Jackson Cottage Grove alongside former Badger Tarek Sala and Adam Mertz uh, from the Wisconsin State Journal, Glory Days, and does our pregame, also presented by Coors Light. Adam, how are you doing today? Man, I'm, t- I'm trying to, to just, like, grasp the moment here, the honor of being this on this show. Nostalgic, man. We I know. I know. back, man. Exactly. Been long-time listener, first-time guest host. Anything's better than Derek Engler. I'll get to you. <laughs> By the way, we got we to call Derek and try and get him on. Is he available? I don't know. He's, no, I think he could be. He could be available. You know, I'll let you figure that out. I don't want to disclose anything, but, you know, he is predisposed. And we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta figure out how to get him on, though, and get his feedback because we're coming off this uh, this terrible game that you know Jim's just all his glory as a Bear fan. I mean, it, I'm gonna throw up. Okay? It, the fact that it was Robbie Gold kicking a game winner, definitely. Oh, they give you some solace a little bit. That's that, such, that's so lame, man. No, it's not because you, Packer fan. Look, Packer fans were dancing all over the place when when uh, Tom Brady lost. It's part of sports. Packer fans were ecstatic. I got so many texts. They said, and people following social, at least Tom Brady lost. Yeah, but the, fans listen, get the shot in for that's, it. That's a long way about it to kind of compare. That's a bad That's analogy. a rival. You're You're, just, you, Packer fans are just mad that Tom Brady, know, Brady has a better resume than Rodgers. But you guys are so bad. This is, this is more than 
like hating the Packers losing. You can say whatever you you're want. You're living man. vicariously uh, you through a kicker. It was great. I mean, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo grew up a Bears he fan he play. and went out there. Did you see those He's guys? Did you guys kicker. see those guys after the game? They put him on a mic. Robbie Gold's like, man, that feels good. And Jimmy G walks up. They both say F the Packers and give each other high fives because Jimmy G's a Bears fan. He grew up in Chicago, Eastern yeah. Illinois. And Robbie Gold's like, God, that felt good. God, so that, that was so sad. So sad. I mean, Adam, as a Bears fan, you're going you're gonna to put all your your hopes oh, on a look, guy. You know much I got, you're not even playing. You know you're much not I got there. Speaking of kicker, you know how much I got dunked on and laughed at with the Cody Parkey double doink? It happens. It's part of sports. When the Packers were out of the playoffs and the Bears won the division and Cody Parker uh, double-doinked it, all I heard was Packer fans laughing at the Bears' misery. It's part of sports, man. It's not a player thing. It's a fan thing. It's part of sports. I give you. I mean, the, I guess the Packers fans just ha- don't have as much opportunity for the shot that, in front. That is true. That is you true. know, so it, it comes a, l- a little unnaturally to us. Unless you're talking about Super Bowls. Then there's plenty of people to be jealous of. <laughs> well, the Vikings, you can always lean on the Vikings being worse. Yes. Um, but I did see a lot of Packer fans were very happy Tom Brady lost. So yeah, I'm a, I actually I was wondering about this. Like, are there regional pockets that hate Brady more? Because I don't, I, I don't understand the uh, the angst in Wisconsin necessarily for Tom Brady. Like, yeah, he, you're not in. He hasn't been beating you for I don't years. See the angst there. What, Jim? Elaborate on that. What? Why the hate for Brady? Nobody. You don't have to tell me. I'm, I'm saying that I saw it all over. I'm guessing because he wins. Yeah, the Patriots are what the Packers possibly should be. The Chiefs are the bizarro Packers. I know, but this there's is jealousy. Listen, Tom Brady's won seven rings in the same time that the Packers have had two great quarterbacks. Yep, you I don't, I don't sense there. the hate though. Oh, you're, you're I, I don't. I don't. I'll, have run, I'll run you through the text I messages. At least Brady lost. I know, but you're going to have a. What you know, I'm going to have Packer fans who say at least Brady lost. I think a minority of of Packer oh. fans would. No. Maybe feel that way. No, I, a large majority listen, are happy. Brady, he Brady's lost. a heck of a player. He's. he's He's a competitor. I mean, he makes people better around him. Let's say Alex Strofe, resident Packer fan. Did you take pleasure in Tom Brady losing? Strofe, geez. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> you got Alex G. You're a Packer fan. Did you take uh, pleasure in uh, Tom Brady losing? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Thank you. Tom okay, Brady's this? terrible. Alex I'm tired G. of it. Producer. Oh man, dude, come on. It's sports, man. Talk. I get it. You played, but like, you're gonna hate. People hated the Bulls. The Bucks hated the Bulls, and the Bulls are winning. Bucks fans hated yeah, the Bulls. Jay yeah, Cutler, but that's I totally understand Jake Cutler. I understand maybe Ben Roethlisberger, right? There's, those guys have their <laughs> – Don't put those two together. That's not really fair. Jay's not a good guy, but Roethlisberger <laughs> and Jay are still – come on. Oh, they're, yeah, well, One's got a criminal record and one does not. Okay, I'm not getting – let's not get into the criminal I'm records. I'm just saying. Let's that, keep like, our okay. criminal records out of this, okay, I'm this just conversation. Saying. But I'm just – my, I'm talking about nonverbal, their presence. Okay. All right. I'm not getting into their rap sheets <laughs> yes. or their relationships. That, that's not for me to, to judge. But what I see on the field, you know, they could be annoying, right? Yeah. And, and uh, when I see Brady, man, I see Superman. You know, it's kind of like this. And you hated Aikman, and you hated you know all that. But I don't. It's not like Brady has bounced the yeah, Packers out of the playoffs point. for six of the eight last eight years. Like you, I, I don't you're, get you're it. You're preaching to the look. We I don't had get it. Packer fans one eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. But the Packer fans we polled, it's there. And I don't know exactly what it is. What that project is that the the Patriots have kind of. The yes, they're not bouncing the Packers out, but the Patriots are what the Packers should be. One quarterback, but the Packers are two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, 
and it's just a matter of, look, Chicago can't be jealous, Brady. We're not in that realm. We're not even in that same conversation. I mean, this is a compliment. The Packers are in that discussion. They just don't get to the head of the class. So now it's like they're val- the, the Packers are you know fourth in their class every year, and the Patriots are first in their class. And at some point, they can get annoying. Yeah. Well, you look at the leadership of the Packers of the Patriots, right? Yep. You know, Belichick. He's running. He understands the salary cap. We we don't have that type of infrastructure that was able to support that. We don't have that leadership. And Belichick is such a. I mean, he runs the deal, and nobody you know, and and he's a, a little bit of a tyrant, right? And it's tough love, but he brings it back a little bit and brings everybody together. But hey, you're, we'll let you go, and you're done. And I feel like the Packers, there's a little more loyalty there, <laughs> and that causes a. It, I don't think you'd have that big of a run unless you're willing to work within the salary cap and have the, the command that Belichick had. I mean, you know, that's always been the complaint about the Packers of like as much pride as we take in the community ownership and everything there's not that one guy at the end of the day there's never been that one guy who comes in and says like i don't care like this is it this decision has to be made this has to happen to your point about things just being a little more like hunky-dory all the time no one gets irate in management and just draws the line and says it's over well that's part of having a board right yeah it's that you don't have you don't have the owner that comes down and craft have that relationship belichick we allowed Belichick to just be the... Well, to that example here, we can transition. You now are in your second Hall of Fame QB watch. This time around, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's got all the power, really, this year, this upcoming offseason, because there's a $45-plus million cap hit for the Green Bay Packers if Aaron Rodgers plays there, which means they have to renegotiate with him or they can't field a team. And Aaron Rodgers strategically says, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. Well, because you, if you kept that contract, Aaron could say, well, you pay me this. Now you, have to, you can't sign these other players. I can leave. I want to go somewhere else. So Aaron Rodgers is being strategic, saying he doesn't want to play in a rebuild. Uh, the Packers are kind of just saying, whatever you want, Aaron, we need you to, have, we need you to come back, which is as strong as an indicator as you can imagine that Jordan Love ain't it, at least not yet. Because uh, if he was it, we saw what happened last time when, Brett, when the Packers had Aaron Rodgers. They said, bye, Brett. He goes, we got Aaron. We're ready to go. So the Packers are now in this position where they don't have a lot of power because Aaron's going to say, here's what, I, here's what I want to do. And the Packers just have to hope he says, I want to play. Because I would imagine that the Packers made some sort of handshake deal with him. And I feel like there's reported on this that, hey, Aaron, we're going to do this year, and if it doesn't work out, we'll, we'll, we'll do what makes you happy. So there's no world where the Packers now can say, Aaron, come back here and play or else. Because Aaron's just going to retire because then they reneged on their deal. So it's either Aaron voluntarily plays for the Packers or he goes to probably the Broncos. Those are the two options, or he retires. And it's fair to say no matter what Rodgers feels, the Packers are going to ask him to make a decision because they got a draft. He they said he's going to make one in February. Yeah. So all these different deals that have to take place all predicated upon yep. where he's at. And they'll, they'll say, hey, listen, whatever you want to do, let, just let us know. Well, they, they, they're very clear they want him back. They've said that part no of it. They want him back. Aaron, again, immediately, he said, yeah, I should have played better. And now immediately is kind of saying, instead of us as a team, let me ask you this, Tark, as a former player, Aaron has now turned. I think three years ago, Aaron Rodgers doesn't say, 
I'm not going to be here for a rebuild. Aaron Rodgers says, I'm the best quarterback in the league. We can win this crappy division. We'll get back in the playoffs and see what happens. If we have to, you're not going to rebuild with Aaron Rodgers. That's not a sensical statement. If you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, you're going to figure out how to win with them. The Packers aren't going to re- try to rebuild, at least knowingly, with a 38-year-old quarterback who turns 39. So he's purposely either being disingenuous or obtuse with that statement. But instead of Aaron saying, hey, I want to come back and play and we're just going to get it done, this is my team, he says, show me the team I want or I'm out. Yeah, and that's, fair enough. that's bothersome, though, right? If you're a Packer fan, fans are kind of turning on him. We did a poll of he's, he's not popping up as anyone's favorite Packer player because now he's saying, hey, Packers, you prove it to me that you're worth it. It's like a bad relationship. Yeah, it's but like when you, you say why prove it to me, you're saying put together a roster. What does the roster look like? We don't know because Aaron is holding the whole thing hostage yeah, with his massive. like he concedes to what, the, what they need. They're going to put that in front of him. Yep. But he's, okay, if I concede to this, what is this going to look like? Right. And you feel like, as a, as a player, what does the locker room feel? What is, Why isn't Aaron just saying, you know what, I enjoyed my season here. We had a successful season. We underachieved. I don't care what the rebuild. Here's, my, here's what I want. I'm going to do a Tom Brady. Let's restructure my deal so it works for the salary cap. I trust you. You trust me. I'm here for Packer for life, and this is what we're going to do. He could just say that. That's what, that's what you know, other quarterbacks have done. We'll make it work around my. We'll make my contract work around it. Drew Brees, all these other guys, Peyton Manning in Denver, Tom Brady when he went down to Tampa, even in New England a little bit. Aaron's not saying that. So, part of that could be blamed, and I hate to say it, on his fight with management. So if the G, if Gutekunz, right, if somehow he still, this is hypothetically, if he mm-hmm. still feels disrespected and out, and it's not disrespected. It's more like. Which I think he's over. He should be over this, right? To Gutekunst's defense, that they took love and they gave up the fourth round pick, right? The angst there is with the fact that they're like two plays away from the Super Bowl. First round pick and that fourth round pick would have been helpful for this team to win the Super Bowl. The one that they took with Jordan Love and the one they gave up. It would have been helpful. Yes. Oh yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, right. I mean, that's part of the problem with Aaron, too. But, that's, a, that, but that's, I, that's his real angst. Yes. Everybody put the, put the angst on the fact that he had a, you know, somebody competing with him. No, which that was never his everybody, But, you know, people, yeah. the yeah. public, all, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, well, he didn't have a say. And he didn't, you know, now he has someone, uh, you know, and that's really motivating him to go. And I, that's totally false, in my opinion. Right? But that, that was the narrative that was yeah. out there. It wasn't true. But after that happened, Gutekunst made great decisions, and I think he made up for it. And, I, and I'd say, hey, listen, Aaron, if I was talking to him, that has to be, you know, water under the bridge. You have a chance here now. You, you have some pieces in place. Now you got to go do that. you got to say, hey, I'm going to go do this. You're going to concede your dollars to make it work in the cap. Tell me what's going to happen. I, I think it's fair because he's, he, the reason why he, get, he has the ability to do that because – they were wrong before taking love, and he goes, I just want to know. It's okay. It's okay to ask that where Rutledge is like, you should just be, you know, unconditionally, you know, in love with the Packers. And, well, I, don't think and Packers I, I can see that, that. that argument. But I think for him, he just wants to know, are we going to be able to reload or are we going to rebuild? And then he could make his But decision. this is where it comes back to disingenuous. Does he honestly believe the Packers are going to look at their 38, turning 39-year-old quarterback and say, oh, we're going to, re- we're going to rebuild with him here? There's no, there's no world where that happens. So that's, again, he's, he's putting out 
garbage to then put the Packers in a weird spot. Yeah, I mean, both sides, right, both sides are just playing the PR battle at this point, like they have been. Yeah. All fall. I don't, I don't necessarily believe anything that's going on. That's I just, true, too. I just don't. Um, I mean, I don't think that the emotions that he's expressing the other night about being grateful for his time in grief, I think that's all legitimate. Yes. But absolutely. everything else is posturing. They're trying to, each is trying to p- put the ball in the other one's court so that if something falls through, they'll be like, well, we, you know, I, t- I told him, uh, you know, we, we want you back. If he leaves, they, they, he didn't want us. And for him, he's coming around to the Packers and just talking about, like, all I wanted was an assurance that I'd have something around me. I know there's a cap situation here they have to work through. There's no. It's like trust but verify. I think yeah. that's what's going on right now. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, live from uh, BB Jackson Cottage Grove on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. Live from BB Jackson Cottage Grove. And uh, it's a fantastic location here. I'm Jim Rutledge alongside Adam Mertz and Tarek Sala. They got a big, large salad bar. Such a great, like, it's a massive space here. Yeah, they got a nice, well-lit, well-clean, looks fantastic, well-loaded salad bar over there. They got an arcade here, which Dude, I know I got two young kids. I was, I was like tell that. You. As soon as I walked in here, I was like, well, I'm coming back. and bring the kids and let them go play uh, in the arcade. TVs everywhere, 15 TVs. We're told they're going to do some awesome stuff on the patio when it's warm again. Allegedly, that does happen in the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, banquet rooms here. And uh, just so many great things going on here. And they try to keep as much uh, of their products local as possible. they got 18 beers on tap. Obviously, our favorite beer on tap is Coors Light here. But... Uh, and we're going to have some great food. So they're going to bring out some food. Let us try some. we got part of the ESPN Madison here team here as well to come uh, taste some food here. They they made the drive from Madison all the way out to the Cottage Grove. Awesome. They're having a good time. So we're Cottage Grove fun. is booming. It is. Booming. This is just a reflection of it. Just just great. you got Summit Credit Union here. you got a bunch of retail. got great food. you got great, you know, BB Jacks. It's just uh, it's really exciting out here. And, you know, Dane County keeps growing, you know. So we got to go down the Rogers rabbit hole of where he's going to go and what he's going to do. But looking back at the game, now, Tarek, I'll give you an opportunity here. And there's a balance here of the 49ers offense was like, hey, Jimmy G, you got a bad shoulder, you got a bad thumb, just don't lose it for us. And they just ran, they handed the ball off. They didn't try to do much of anything. The 49ers game plan, they said it during the broadcast, was like, play great defense. We think the Packers special teams will screw it up and give it to us. We're not going to try to do anything crazy offensively. That being said, the Packers defense still stepped up. Now, again, the 49ers are pretty terrible offensively, and their quarterback was hurt. But Rashawn Gary made some plays. Darius Smith made a play. And there was there was some plays we made for the Packers. And the 49ers, they didn't, get the, they didn't move the ball. So that was a positive for the Packers defensively. Offensively, though, I mean, I'm sorry. You're the MVP yeah. quarterback. Put the ball in the end zone, man. Yeah, well. You know what? Let me fit, before you go here, the number one defense, scoring defense in all the NFL this year was the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> what did Patrick Mahomes do in that? And it's not warm in Kansas City. Josh By the way, Allen I don't know Patrick what was. I don't, went crazy listen, there. great game. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. But that's a joke. That was a joke to have Kelsey running down the middle. 
nobody touching him. Well, I, I, so I, I don't, I don't need two. Well, what, what play? He he, he caught happened. the ball like three times. But here's what here's what was so four times. Every time they need a touchdown, they go to him. Here, I, here's what was so great about it. So they actually showed this on TV that Kelsey on the sidelines said, "Hey, Patrick, if they if they play wide, if they play off. I'm gonna go right down the middle. I'm gonna go right down the middle." And then he says, "Actually," then he goes to Patrick. Goes, uh, Patrick goes to Tyreek. First play. Hey, if they're going to play off, cut inside. I'm going to throw you the ball. So they're playing backyard football those last 13 no. seconds. He throws – well, listen. Throws the ball to Tyreek Hill. He gets down the field. Then you can see the video. Of, uh, Kelsey goes up to Patrick and says, hey, man, I'm going to go right down the seam if they do this specific thing. And then all of a sudden, Patrick, you hear him on the sidelines. You turn up the volume. Do it, Kelsey. Do it. Do it, Travis. Do it. Okay. And Travis goes right down the middle. You're right. Bad play by Buffalo. But that was Mahomes and Kelsey just deciding to play backyard okay. football to get that yeah, done. But here's Beautiful. the deal. You cannot – you can't keep up with Tyreek Hill. I get it. That's why you got to go put your heels yeah, on the end zone yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and just try and keep it yeah. in front of you. But with, with Kelsey, you can't. Yeah. And you could have a linebacker on him. You just have one guy on him. And that's it. They had nothing. You can't tell. Like, what, you know, what, was our, the commissioner freaking paying these guys? I mean, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what was that play? I mean, they, they were putting up. Every points. time, Kelsey down the middle. Because I mean, you could right. put a linebacker on him. You can't cover. You can't cover Tyreek Hill with a Yes, you can. No, you can't. You can't. You can't cover Tyreek Hill with a safety. You have to cover him with a corner. Listen, but you can. You can't Kelsey's cover Kelsey not with a linebacker. That, Kelsey's not that elusive. He does a good job. He's big. He's athletic. He's not that. He's not that fast. Every linebacker's faster than he is. Well, I he know gets it. Open, he gets open. I know regularly. it. But he he has he has he runs great routes. He know he's he's a prototypical tight end on a on a high level. He, he's he's kind of a. A, co- a combination of a lot of different skill sets. I know he runs well, but he probably runs a four-six. These linebackers are running four-four-five. They could stay with him. They chose not to. They chose to run a you know whatever they were you know they were covered two and they were running deep. They they lined up. Well, deep. Leslie Frazier screwed that up. The defensive coordinator for the Bills. What's well, right. There's game. no there's no reason for him. Tyreek Hill. I get mad, it. Why are you mad about it, though? That was because accurate. I wanted the Bills to win. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're the underdog. That, that, that franchise has suffered I for love the so Chiefs. long. See, and I love the Chiefs. I, I love Mahomes. I love watching I know, but they already won, though. And they're the Bizarro Packers. They already Packers. won. And they're the Bizarro Packers. The Chiefs the Packers we all thought they were going to do in 2010. They won one Super Bowl. They went back to the next one, and the Chiefs right. are back in the NFC Championship again. Andy Reid has gone. Andy Reid has hosted with the Chiefs. Uh, was it four straight yeah. AFC Championship games? You know the last coach to do something like that? Andy Reid in Philadelphia on the NFC side of it. Yeah. Uh, what Andy Reid is doing is great. I got to tell you, one thing I have, I have a complaint about, and maybe an opportunity, a business opportunity, the salary cap is the biggest black box in America. You don't, you don't, I don't, I wish there was a, like a real live ticker like the stock market that you could look at transactions and you could just see it and you could go look. And you know how they negotiated contracts. That you could dig deep into the web, and you could go around. You could go figure it out. But it's so hard to understand salary cap. So I'd love to know what the Chiefs are doing that the Packers are not. In order to understand why they're successful, why they're able to keep some guys together. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes throwing for 400 yards. And no, but I, I assume. How do you keep Tyreek Hill? How do you keep Kelsey? How do you keep uh, you know some of those defensive linemen? How like. Houston left, or Houston, I think Houston is not there anymore. The outside linebacker, he went to. They like, lost the place, but they went and got, yeah, they traded for Ingram I know. this year. I think, though, it's a whole business on learning the salary cap and understanding how they do it because that, that would that would make me feel better. You're saying that I, I don't think the Packers have supported 
Rodgers. Brady's going to say, I mean, uh, Jim's going to say that they have. But I, I don't think, I think for, for a long time, our former GM was so happy to be under the salary cap. And Gutekunst is the first guy to go, hey, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 50 million over. I'm going to go all in, and I'm going to try and okay. take a shot at this. But with that, and, and Adam will get to you too in a second. But all in, the Chiefs trade. They, you know, they traded lower picks. They got Mark Ingram this year. Or they went out Melvin Ingram. Excuse me. They went out and got him. They knew they had a pass rush issue. They went out and got Melvin Ingram this year. Yeah. In the season, you know who else is still playing the Rams? They got Odell Beckham Jr. and Von Miller in year. That is really going all in and worrying about. Yeah, but we, well, we 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 had plenty of talent. Go ahead, Adam. Yeah, Sorry. no, I was just gonna say. I mean, like Chiefs rebuilt their offensive line too yep. in the offseason. They yep. saw a problem. They went and addressed it. Drafted it. Signed free yeah. agents. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I feel that the Packers didn't invest right on this. I think that the injuries on the offensive line. I think that Robert Tunyon injury when he went down. I was like, oh, that's bad news. Oh. And then they have guys underperforming at a lot of other. You know, Zedarius has got out all year. It shows up for a playoff game. They just didn't get the performance by the guys who've invested. Again. That'd be my take. Yeah, and the, li- the life of the bu- the life of work of Aaron Rodgers, though, prior to Gutekunst, For was sure. always oh oh we're under the cap. Ted, the, yeah, you're talking yeah. To Ted, yeah, and yeah. Ted. Oh, and it, listen, he's a great yeah. guy and all this stuff, but he was living in 2010 for the six years he had left of being the GM, and, and you gotta you gotta refresh, you gotta reboot. He was just keeping under the cap, but not being creative. Absolutely. So, so I think that's part of the problem. That's what I'd like to see more understanding of the salary cap and have real live data so I can compare. Like as a fan, I don't know why someone's not monetizing that. But anyways, different story. Yeah, I mean, there's the chicken or the egg here. Is this Rodgers? Is this the Packers? But Dude, it's the Packers over the life of the body. This years, year this years. is the first year that he had it all since 2010. I know. but well, Actually, he had enough the years before, but... It's a bad look on him. It's been 11 years, and he's the one, and he's the quarterback. He gets all the glory, but sure. 11 years. Sure, I, it's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't, I won't, listen, no one's going to have a GoFundMe page for Aaron Rodgers, right? <laughs> that, this is part of being a quarterback, to your point. You got to win. And when you don't, you're going to face criticism, especially from Bears fans. But he put the black hat on this As year. As I roll my eyes. He put the black hat on this year. He decided he was going to be yeah. the bad guy. He was going to be the, the outspoken player about everything. He put the black hat on as soon as he decided he wasn't going to show up till training camp. Yeah. He, hey, and it didn't work for him. Can no, I tell you, though, you, you, you're around long enough, you're going to just become the bad guy. I mean, look at Brady. He's, you're, we're already talking about how, you know, there's people that hate him. I mean, like, what did he do? Come back and play hard? I mean, he didn't Wait. do anything wrong. He lost. I agree so now you I hate like him? Br- like I like Brady, I like Mahomes, I like winners. Go but people win. find people hate just to hate because they don't like success. And but then his fan base th- didn't. Brady's fan base didn't hate him. No, Rogers. Even the, the pa- even the Patriots fans now, I think, are kind of cheering for Brady on some level. Yeah. So like you're saying, you're saying the Packer fan base. Right. I, well, it depends what he like does here. Different. Depends if he leaves. Yeah, right? they might hate him. But right. if, this is but if he stays, they'll still love him. I was I was at Lambeau late in the year. Yeah. After his his. The whole COVID deal, they st- they loved him. But they loved that, him. The COVID thing, he's overblowing that. Packer fans could give two rips about that. Packer fans don't care about that. He, he again, he loves to play the victim. He loves to play the victim. Woe is me. Everyone's out to get me. Packer fans could give two rips about what he says about COVID. Yep. But when we when I we've done a couple polls on ESPN Madison, he's not popping up as people's favorite Packer player. 
I mean, he, and that's the, like his Q rating is dropping. And it's because of this crap of maybe I'm in, maybe I'm not. It's much like Favre. Now, Favre got it back, but Rodgers is doing the same thing. He's like, don't become your parents. Rodgers becoming Favre. <laughs> that's, Packer fans don't care about the COVID stuff. They care about, hey, man, are you in or are you out? I don't want to do this every in this, year. In this social media era, and and this, what have you done for me lately? I mean, we've done that for a long time. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. But you know, this the social media. You just can't. You're out, man. You just everyone's everyone's canceled in a way. You know what I mean? You're just gonna screw up. What what decision can you make where you don't get just crushed? Look, because you you just get jaded, dude. That's what I imagine. He's the point where, like, but he's no. got to listen to the guys like you, and then he just gets pissed off, and he's like, you know what? Throws the middle finger up and just says, you know what? I don't you know, care. Brady, Brady didn't do that. Breeze didn't do that. I, Peyton didn't do I that. Know, I know. No, but, Aaron's a baby. But he's always been a there's baby. There's a lot of haters on those guys. Yeah, but they everybody don't care. Talking about they don't those. acknowledge it. They're grown-ass men that say, I'm just going to turn off Twitter. I won't listen to the radio. Aaron's a baby. But Aaron's from California. It's different. Everything. <laughs> yeah, Aaron's from California. He's the biggest snowflake in the NFL. Everything well, bothers him. Are you kidding? Well, it's par for the course out there in California. It's your born a snowflake. <laughs> well, he's king snowflake. It's funny, there's no snow with, and there's snowflake. Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's a couple mountains out yeah, there. Yeah, the mountains. It's, it's, the mountains. Yeah. yeah, he's a Wisconsin guy. He's snowflake. Yeah, I mean, he's our snowflake though. Yeah, he is right. And I gotta tell you, I haven't seen a guy play to the level that he's played. I don't know. I don't. You know, as much as we talked about Peyton Manning, Roethlisberger, Brady. Breeze, I don't think anybody played better than he played this year. In the regular season. Regular season. Regular yeah. season, for sure. Best yeah, performance. Absolutely. Just the command hey, of, command wanna, of what's going on. You want a great on. regular season quarterback, have him, man. There's no better regular season oh. quarterback in this league. He, and to do it without practicing. Yeah. That's the thing that yeah, blew my mind the three, th- I mean, he went deep in the playoffs three years in The Packer fans, you He's can't. seven and nine in the playoffs since winning the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, but he went deep in the, in the playoffs this year in the last two years. No, he, won, he didn't win a game this year in the playoffs, Aaron. Oh, he didn't? Shoot, no. you're right. Yeah. Fair enough. Glad you're here, man. Of course, <laughs> we'll, Light's we'll, getting we'll to me. We'll take break. We'll come back. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with you, along with Tarek Sala, Adam Mertz, live from BB Jackson Cottage Grove. Heard great things about this place, and all of it has come to fruition. And, you know, I've been talking about this little win a pair of Bucks tickets to the Silver Bowl. It's sweet to watch the Bucks for a while now, and one of the great places you can do that is drink a Coors Light here at Buck, excuse me at uh, BB Jacks in Cottage Grove, and you get an opportunity to be entered the drawing to win Bucks tickets to the February seventeenth game in the Silver uh, Bullet Suite. That game is against Philadelphia, and we got some great food laid out in front of us. We're in trouble now, G. There's food in front of us. Tark's gonna try to eat it while do the show. Best cheese curds in America. All righty, right can we can we make can we hold it? Can we, can we I don't know if I can hold back, man. No, I'll try it. We, we'll go. I'll hold out. We'll go a tight segment here. We've I been long one. anyways. So we can do a tight segment and, and kind of bring it back in here. But the uh, the Packers game against 49ers, kind of just looking back at it, we'll kind of use that as an opportunity. Look at this. we got pizza here, too, to look at the whole wow. weekend. And 
of, of games. The the Packer game was heartbreaking. The forty nine, excuse me, the the Chiefs game against the Bills was amazing, monumental, uh, one, one of the more fun games I've seen played in the NFL in a long time. Thoughts on the um, overtime? I just we went back before we're talking about Kelsey going on the yeah, middle, yeah. and you know I, I just I'm from the Northeast, not a Buffalo Bills fan growing up, but you know I saw the, all the heartache of them losing Super Bowls, and you know. <clears throat> They're just not a big revenue town, and I I'm, just felt really bad. You know, they had it, and then all of a sudden they came back. You know, it's just it's hard. I appreciate Kansas City, but you know how does how does Kelsey get so wide open? I'm I don't understand. You. I understand Tyreek Hill. Listen, Tyreek Hill's you you have to put your heels in the end zone to protect against him. But Kelsey, you you could double team him for heaven's sakes because these guys are going so deep. Don't let them catch underneath. So that's the frustrating part. And, I, I you know, there's a little bit of, uh, I don't know what, there's, I have a little skepticism over this whole deal because. Are you calling a, it? Are you calling uh, like a mini fix in? I don't know, man. What? Come on. You're just wondering why. I agree. Right. You have 19 seconds. I mean, I, I, 13. 13. 13. 13. 13. Like, so I, I'm waiting for the ESPN 30 for 30 called 13 seconds. Yeah. And it's going to analyze everything that the Bills did wrong in that. And it's going to pull back on the four straight Super Bowl losses and fold everything into it. Because, all right, number one, the, you got you got to kick off in the field of play and yeah. make them feel it. Because Tyreek Hill seconds. wasn't back there. If Tyreek Hill was back there, okay, maybe you don't kick it. It's even so. Drive. Even so. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. So you're burnt down to nine seconds. Yeah. Um, first play, that's fine. Little dump, I get it. I'm entirely with you. They're rushing four. Why are you rushing for? Why are you not dropping? Why are you not? I'm sitting there. I felt like Tony Romo. You know, I used to call him the players. Yeah. I go to my wife. 87. Yeah. Yep. He throws 87. Everyone knew it was going Well, there. here's the funny thing with the 13 seconds. And the Bills scored a touchdown. And my wife, she sat down. She was doing some stuff. She sat down. I'm like, hey, I just want to catch the end of this game. I know it sounds crazy, but there's been two touchdowns, 52 seconds. I think the Chiefs can do something here. And lo and behold, they got down there and kicked the field goal. She's like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, because Patrick Mahomes is a wizard. Yep. Yeah, I I wanted to audit on this whole deal. Deep you're, just not, you're just not used to seeing a, a no, but like, just Buffalo, what the, the top ranked defense in the AFC? Yeah, but that was all game that the Chiefs are scoring on them. They yeah. were tired well, I, too, man. They yeah. got tired, very tired. So this is this goes back. I was laughing. This fair week. enough. You can find anything on YouTube. So I was out there again. You remember like the Alcoa fantastic finishes? Yeah, love it. There was like, oh my gosh, there's only two minutes left. Can they score? Can Alcoa they get through the whole field? Fantastic finish. <laughs> hear that but, deep voice. That guy. yeah, exactly. Awesome. So, but it was like two minutes was a challenge if you were starting on your own twenty yard line. Can do we have enough time to go down and score? He's doing his stuff in 13 seconds. I know it wasn't a touchdown, but like your concept of time now in the NFL is yeah. well, it's just Goodell, blown. Goodell, Goodell's thrilled. He's thrilled, right? Oh, he, could, so he could ask for a better. The, the Bengals yep. and the Titans. And yeah. Burrow made enough plays. And, I mean, yeah, that tight, it was everything Derek uh, said it was going to be. But what I said, it wasn't going to matter. One team had Ryan Tannehill, who's, you know screwed up, and Joe Burrow, who played good enough. He played great, but he probably still played. I guess he threw the pick because others you say he played better than Rodgers threw for three hundred some yards and made some big throws. Played good enough to win. How about that kicker though? Burrow showed the story of uh, he was kicking, you know, warming up on the sidelines. Joe goes over to him, he's like, "How are you feeling?" He's like, "Feeling good. Feeling like we're going to go to the AFC Championship game." So my love <laughs> the, nice. kid, the guy goes in and kicks the kicks the field goal. So I mean, like, we love that confidence out of the kicker. No question. I mean, great weekend. Great weekend.
And then the other games, well, yeah, I mean, Brady Rams, came back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, right? I went to the store and Brady came back. That, that's got to be so, noble, though, for him to come back and do what he did. So it's almost like the reverse of what he did to the uh, – what happened to him is what happens back in the Super Bowl when Brady was playing with New England, his first Super Bowl. You could make a case this is the perfect way to end. If you win the Super Bowl, it's hard to walk away. You're going to have to be like 50 to walk away after winning the Super Bowl. But if you get to hear and Tom Brady goes out of like, hey, I led my team down the field for a game-winning drive, and Lila goes, great play on the other team they won. But what a way to go out. I mean, it's not quite Jordan's uh, fadeaway jumper. I mean, obviously he came back with the Wizards. But it's pretty dang close. So let me ask you a question. If we trade Rodgers and you get, like, four first-round picks, keep Adams, keep Tanyan, keep some defenders. Keep a lot of people. Can, right we, can, we, can we get Brady to come here for one year? Would Giselle come in the cold? Can Brady can – Brady, can we, can we, hey, listen, man, play to, play to October. We'll sit you – <laughs> you know, win ten games, wild wild card. Well, you say wild that. card, and then we just go into playoffs, grind it out. Brady's one of the most fierce competitors of all time. You say it like he's a big baby. Like if he came to play, he'd come and change their franchise. I know, but like, do they want to like, you know, he, he he could work out in Florida all off season. But you that's, know, maybe you know, I know you say all that, but that's I, and I know you you know it makes sense, but that's what makes him great. Like he's grinding like a rookie even now. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He has that work ethic yeah, and all yeah. that. But I'm just concerned that he just has this thing about Green Bay. But Green Bay sets up really well for Tom Brady, in my opinion. He's not going to come. Come on. We, we can get <laughs> – let's go. Does anybody have two first-round picks that we get right away? You know, I mean, the like, Broncos is a team he's, you're going to have to do business with. Hackett went there, the offensive coordinator. That's where Rodgers wanted to go last right. year. Yeah, but you don't, you don't think you'd want to go to the 49ers? They're not going to do the 49ers. Why not? You're trading within. I got conference. Brady coming. I don't care. Brady's not coming here. So that's Brady's not coming. I got it in my back pocket. I'm going, you know, <laughs> hypothetically here. Derek Carr is like your best option. God, no, no. Yeah, that's the name. We're I gonna, yeah, we'll here. take Derek Carr. But we're going to trade him too because we got Brady coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to get more picks for him. So we're going to get like three firsts instead of four. I would love because it because we got Carr. We're going to trade Carr for like a second. And you want to talk about bitter beer face. Aaron's got it plenty himself. The bitter beer face that he'd be wearing if Tom Brady came here oh. and won a Super Bowl in one year. Yeah. Well, that would be amazing. That listen, would be outstanding. Listen, anyone, Derek Carr. But here's yeah. the deal. Oh, yeah. you, you, know. you love it because you're spiting Rodgers. I love it because I just want to win, and I love, I love Brady. So I'm going to put Rodgers behind us. I'm bringing Brady in, and there we go. I mean, why not? Like, hey, take, you know, he'd come in for like $10 million. Come on. Let's go. Coming oh, up to 10 million. I got a buzzer. <laughs> Is that G? Yeah, man. Good good luck with G. that. That's a, that's a long shot. Other, other people's money too. He'll just take like 10 million. <laughs> 10 million. We'll give him. We'll give him that's what? Like we'll 20 give him, million less. Than we'll give him plenty save. of st- all the stock he wants in the Packers. <laughs> that's worth nothing. <laughs> he could use it to start a f- to keep himself warm. In but the we won't tell him. We won't tell throw, him it's throw, not worth throw anything. Throw it all in the fireplace. You get all the. You can put all the little stock placards up on your wall. You know, I mean, Giselle right. be like, "Look at all the stock we got." She won't know. I was just going to say, it's not worth anything. I was going to say, I'd love to be a fly in the wall for that conversation. Hey, Giselle, I'm thinking about going to Green Bay. What do you think? Yeah, hundred million shares. Have fun. <laughs> no, but like, show yourself. Do you get how many shares you get? I don't know how this is, this goes. You know, the fans we get shares, but we don't get anything for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So we give him a hundred million shares of the Packers <laughs> that are worth nothing. He tells Giselle that it's worth this much, and then later on she finds out. Totally that's, worth the divorce. That's okay. it. It's totally worth the divorce, right? Yeah, but yeah. we win. The Packers win. And we get Tom Brady. We get Superman. 
Come on, he comes out. Time to puts eat. a show Metro on. Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light live from uh, BB Jackson Cottage Grove. For you to notice All the way to serenade you Doing it's not style I'ma pick you up in a Cadillac Like a gentleman Bring it glamour black Keep it real to real in the way I feel I could walk you down the aisle I wanna do you like Michael I wanna kiss you like Prince Let's get it all like Marvin Yeah, like Hathaway Write a song for you like this This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, live from BB Jack's in Cottage Grove. We are enjoying some fantastic food here. They brought out a homemade pizza, some loaded tater tots, outstanding cheese curds. We have buffalo uh, wings here, uh, regular just like, I don't know much of the sauce for the other wing here. Maybe Adam's got a guess on, on the sauce here. But more than that, they have here, they have a salad bar, great barbecue, Game room over to the left. TV's everywhere. Uh, we're having a, a blast out here at BB Jackson Cottage Grove. <coughs> I thought you were going to hop in there and talk there, Adam, while I cough, but couldn't save me there. That's fine. That's fine. Tark is not even. Tark is not even around. Drop button there. No, there's no drop button. button. I just flipped my mic up so I could <laughs> take a second to cough and uh, clear my throat to get the show back on. But that's fine. There's TV's everywhere here, and uh, we're watching some highlights and talking some Packers football. And there's plenty of Packers football to continue to talk here. Is Tark what is Tark a hundred? He brought all his glasses over there to the other table too and could go without your beer for a minute. Cheese curds. Yeah, we know you love the cheese curds. Cheese curds, course light. Oh there it is. There it is. Court, full court mouth. Curds. Full mouth. Oh, it's it's beautiful. It is. This is this is I worked out today. This so. is the epitome of, of Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light. As we talk about how great the food is as the food drips out of Tark's yep. house mouth. It's a, it's a staple of the show. Fantastic. Fans come to expect it. are great. Pizza's really good, too. All right. So, Merch brought this up in the background, you know, during commercial break here, Tarek. If Rodgers isn't the quarterback, who do you really go with? you go with Love and try to bring in a Drew Locke, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles type guy to compete with them? Or do you try to get a proven guy? You get a proven guy. You got you to get a Garoppolo. Okay. You got to get our eye from... The Raiders. Derek Carr. Okay. Who else you got? Man. Tom Brady, apparently. Tom Brady's my guy. That's that's what, I mean, just, I mean, LaFleur, get LaFleur in front of him and then say, hey, we signed Devontae. You're going to have to sell Devontae first. Get LaFleur, get him all in the room. Let's go. Come on. There you go. You got to sell it. You got it sold now. But you get you're gonna have. What about what's Russell Wilson's story? Can you get? How how does anybody get him? It doesn't look like Seattle wants to move him. Yeah, I don't know what happens there. I don't know if he's happy there. The thing is, if Pete Carroll retires, maybe they blow the whole thing up. And there's a case to blow it up with Russell. It was mainly because. Yeah, but doesn't he not want to be there? It's up and he's playing the same game that Aaron's playing. Like, well, maybe I want to be here if things work out the way I want it. And 
I think that's definitely off-putting for a lot of fan bases, especially since he's not playing at the level he did a couple years ago. He's no. good. He's a pro bowler. But but I just want to know the leverage points. Well, that's a good question. Right now, Aaron has that, all the I don't want to ask you questions, but he asks questions on air. But this is part of the deal. You should be able to pull a screen up <laughs> and see the salary cap, see what the implications are if they keep him. Russ is not coming to Green Bay. It's just not a way it works salary cap-wise. The Packers are so capped out. Here's the problem. Even if they get rid of Rodgers, you're going to try to keep the other players. You don't really have anything to do but try to roll with. And Jimmy G ain't going to be expensive. So you could roll with Jimmy G and Jordan mm-hmm. Love. But you're going to have to go with whether maybe it's Drew Locke in the trade with Denver and the draft picks or it's Mitch Trubisky. He's a free agent. He's starting NFL games. You're going to try to go with a guy who's had NFL starts, Andy Dalton. What about Ryan Fitzpatrick? How's Andy doing for you? Andy, get you excited? Fitzpatrick, like, blew out his – Fitzpatrick was shirtless in camp, in Buffalo for the playoff game. He's done. He's he's retired. <laughs> he's he's given up. He's like thirty nine, isn't he? Yeah. And so you could try to find a guy to compete with Jordan Love because you can't need someone else in camp. Yeah. Dude, we're four and twelve. That's where we're headed. Yeah. So here's if Jordan a few, Love's a quarterback. That feels like four and twelve. Here's a few names that are going to be available. There's Tyrod Taylor, who's been the the like you know, merry-go-round quarterback for the NFL. He's currently on the Texans. He's thirty two. Mobile, but not, you know, he's never been the guy. The one time it felt like he might be the guy, um, he was in San Diego or, or, or L.A., rather, and Herbert ran him out of town. Uh, there's also well, Teddy Bridgewater. to be fair, there was medical malpractice, and Tyrod Taylor got, like, his lung collapsed by a doctor, and then he missed a bunch of games. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Totally not his fault. Yeah. But then at, at the end, he, he never stood a chance of coming back because, right. you know, it, it was the Herbert show. Yeah. And then there's also Jameis Winston. Would you rather have Jameis Winston uh, than Jordan Love? Jameis would be so much fun. <laughs> Brett Favre. From a media standpoint? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Jameis needs a year to prove himself. He needs a, he needs. A, he if was we doing wanna, it in if, New Orleans, though. I know. And he got hurt. Yeah. He threw for 5,000 yards. Yeah, I know he did. He did. Like, I think you're sure. underestimating. Jameis had some good years. His last oh, yeah. year in, in Tampa, he, he just threw he throws way too many interceptions. Yep. Yeah, but he yeah. still threw like thirty-two touchdowns yep. and thirty-two picks. He still threw thirty-two. Yeah, touchdowns. You, gotta, you, gotta, you got Yeah, but I don't. Like, but there's a lot of guys. You could see then. He had not, they saw guys yeah, but Tyrod Taylor. There's a lot of guys who could play that throw interceptions or aren't. You know, are we going to put her? You know, are we going to? Is Jameis going to be the guy that we're going to hang our hat on? You're going to go. Jordan I think Love Garoppolo. No, I'm, I'm like you got to get a guy like Derek Carr, Garoppolo. Those guys are more proven. Derek Carr is too expensive. Garoppolo, maybe you can afford. You're going to try to get, find a guy that's on a one-year proof. Well, just get ready for 4-12. Just, just get, get ready, ready for 4-12 or Honestly, whatever it is. I guess it's 4-13. Strap in. If Aaron Rodgers leaves, play 17 games strap in right? for yeah, Andy right. Dalton. Being a, I'm Sorry. serious on this. If Aaron Rodgers leaves, strap in for Andy Dalton being a real possibility. Come be on. Miserable. No, because Why not? Jordan Love, Andy Dalton. This is terrible. Bears fan. We're going to be prepared to be Bears fans. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> we're going to be Bear fans. Jameis Winston, I mean, it's not much, but you're going to be trying to rotate these guys. We're going to be like in. you. It was, Rick it was Meyer. hard to watch Andy Dalton when he was good. Rick Meyer was a name. Nick, you know, Nick Foles was a name. All these, like, the Bears have had these guys that were supposed to be the next guy. They just never were. Look, you're going to start, that's the that's the future. You're staring down the barrel of Jordan Love and then a bunch of can we, washed up QBs until you find the next one. Can we compensate Aaron Rodgers in other ways? Can we just give him, you know, like, He's worth a hundred million dollars a year, in my opinion. Hundred million. I always thought about, you know, what what can you do? Maybe maybe a quarter of, uh, billion. I think he's worth two hundred fifty million a year. Two fifty million a year. Yeah, to the if you put the if the NFL the put NFL. some money, yeah, yeah, NFL, yeah, 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 Packers. 
All right, we'll take a break here. We'll come back, talk some Badger football, and eat some more food during the commercial break. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive live from BB Jackson, Cottage Grove. You ready for the Thursday Night Drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Jim Rutledge alongside former Badgers Tarek Sala, and we've got Adam Mertz with us as well. Uh, we're live for BB Jacks in Cottage Grove. 18 beers on tap. Our favorite is obviously Coors Light. we got a great salad bar here, arcade for the kids. It's the first thing I noticed when I walked in here with an 8- and a 5-year-old. So that's fantastic. 15 TVs everywhere for sports. Crystal clear. These aren't, like, worn-out old-ass TVs. These are nice TVs that are crystal clear. You can see the games everywhere. There's no, like, crystallization or the screen's shrinking. They're all sad sack sort of televisions. Banquet rooms here. Uh, they try to local, locally source as much food as possible. They're going to have a patio. Well, they have a patio, but nobody wants to be on there now. Patio out in the, in the summertime with some TVs out there as well. So we're having a fantastic time. Had some wings, had pizza, some tater tots, cheese curds. We're all having a great time enjoying all the food here. Why is, uh, why is the arcade got to be for kids only? Can I go to ball or Maybe we should have a little skee-ball competition yeah. during the next commercial break. Yeah. I'll be honest. When I go with the kids to the Papa Shot, I usually uh, I'll try to help them get some points. So like, I'll, I'll help with some of the games. Do you throw the game a little bit? No, I mean, I don't play against them. But okay. every once in a while, if they want, like, tokens, they can get the tickets. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. well, that'll help you with the ski ball because – That helps your own cost. Yeah, exactly, because then they can yeah. get a – But know. if you are competing against your kids, you you throw it or you just yeah, beat them? of course. What are you going to be – What? I just, I just want to know what you're like, Jim. We've been – I think we've been working together for, like, 15 years. But If they get a little – As they get older – As they get older, I'll push a little bit harder. But, like, what am I going to – You don't spike the ball on them? No, am I dunking on an 8-year-old? I don't like, you know, I make you know, I make the eight-year-old work harder to, like, steal the ball or whatever than I do the five-year-old. But, you know, you got to still allow a little. They're not going to have any fun. Who has fun if you you got to find that balance? Listen, winning is a habit, okay? <laughs> you, if you, you can see that an eight-year-old, you're giving, you're giving up. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, you know, yeah. it may manifest itself in, in sales. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> my fault for trying to Damn it all. the happiness. Give me of my, that, give me that sales meeting tomorrow morning. <laughs> Well, what's your, what's your philosophy here? Beat, uh, beat your when at all costs. <laughs> Tark Sala, office linebacker slash dad. You're just lighting kids up in the hallway. <laughs> Head on a swivel. Do you know who I am? <laughs> you know who I, I work am? for Jim Rutledge. If we don't lose, uh, let's go. Well, I did hear you, you wear a shirt that says all-time sacks leader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Your daughters have to wear shirts. Do you know who my dad is? But <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Does he know who he is? I don't know. Does he remember his name? 
Oh, man. All right, so went through the rest of the NFL. Let's get to the games coming up here, and uh, we'll revisit. Well, you know what? Let's do Badgers first. So Bobby Ingram's a name that the Badgers might be hiring. It sounds like, I don't think it's official yet, but by all accounts, he's going to come in. Weird for me, I remember I definitely had uh, his football cards. Uh, <laughs> Bears. Yeah. And Penn State. You know, I think Mertz or whoever the quarterback is, he'll do a great job with that. My question is really a question. I, I can't I can't predict this, but you know, are are we gonna change the offense? Are we gonna are we get, are we gonna just change it? And I, I don't mind I wouldn't mind that. But I don't I don't you know, what's that change it over time? Working yeah, maybe if it's twenty percent different, aren't we all happy? Yeah, no question. For sure. Yeah. Listen, if he, if the quarterback's confident, we're happy. Because he had opportunities to throw, but we need to do more than that in order to to compete at a higher level, we gotta, we gotta be able to audible, get out of things, you know. But also that co- run, we talked about it earlier about the the run pass option, RPOs, and stuff like that. Like that would be interesting, how to get that going. But you also could keep the, and I've said this before. Not that Ohio State runs a simple offense, but the Badgers, we, we've talked about this before. And, and Adam, I know you've been out and talked to players, and they talk about these option routes, and this offense can get a little bit cumbersome, especially for college kids. You're yeah. trying to go to class, and now you got to learn this offense that the tight end can go, depending on the coverage, go straight, go left. You're taking away uh, some of the just make plays. Spontaneity. Yeah, of the quarterback. Yeah. Where, you know, maybe a guy like Grant, maybe a guy like Scott Tolzien can, you know, but, uh, pull all yeah. those levers. But maybe We're, you we're making Graham, assumptions here, though. But maybe you look at Graham. Well, we know, I've heard players talk about how the offense has worked in the yeah. past. That Maybe they need to pull it back and say, hey, Graham can't pull all these levers. So we're going to go real simple. It's one, two, three, run. Yeah, but but that, but I, I felt like that's where we were. We were one, two, three, and nothing was going on until we went to the Purdue game, and he had confidence. And I felt like it's more psychological yeah, than it was designed. Like 17 slants against Minnesota. They figured that. They, they cracked that real Yeah, but just, just so happened that Braylon Allen got hurt when all this thing collapsed. You can't call anything else. I mean, I know, we but, all knew but, a slant no, was coming every listen, play. But I'm, I'm, I'm going over the psychology of yeah. it. Like he lost his confidence when Allen went I'm down. It wasn't play calling. Like the same four plays over and no, over. But they again. do it the whole year. It never changed. It's just when Braylon Allen runs over somebody, it makes everyone feel better. So quarterback, we talked a few weeks ago. and We thought maybe it was kind of crazy, but Caleb Williams is now at least at least being tied a little bit to the Badgers. Now again, I don't want to get into the stars part of it because it'll make Tark mad, but. <laughs> Uh, well, I watched them play. Okay? He's one of the most decorated. I watched them play. The There's something about watching a guy play, Jim. Not just the stars. So yeah. just go ahead. He was one of the most decorated college quarterback or high school quarterback coming into college, and he made plays in college. Yeah, it would be. So that's why you're excited. Yeah, it would be a, a guy that obviously Russell turned out higher. This guy because Russell was kind of a question mark coming here. Russell was up and down in ACC play. He turned the ball over a decent amount. Like he was not the quarterback at Wisconsin that he was at NC State, whatever their factors were. So this guy has a higher pedigree, maybe possibly a higher ceiling as a college quarterback, the NFL side of who knows. It would be a program changer, much like Johnny Davis is for Badger basketball. He could be, and Braylon Allen was for football. But if you get a quarterback like this, it could change the program if you can find a way to maximize his talents. Well, and that's the question, and, and it goes back to, is Bobby Ingram or Daryl Bevel or Tolzien, <clears throat> Scotty, are they going to bring in something where you could create some plays, not just rely on the talent? But i got to tell you this, even if they run the same stuff, it's more than likely Paul's going to say, hey, come on, we're running the same stuff. 
All I want you to do is maybe talk to whoever our quarterback is, make him feel good, recruit some guys, because you know what? We're going to run guys over, and we're going to free up some things, and as long as the quarterback can take what the defense gives us, we're going to win. And But we're going to still see the same boring offense, but we're going to just be better because these guys are going to bring uh, may bring some confidence, which will allow Paul to open up the playbook a little bit more and do some things because just the basics get done. Mertz, Mertz's problem is that he, he's just not confident. And I don't know what the heck happened, but he seems like he's just crippled because he, he, he's just he's struggling. We, we talk about this every week. Yeah, I mean, you, you, something was wrong with him. You know, I, I think back uh, mentally. I think that you guys are right. You're touching on something I've been really curious about was his ability to digest the offense and play within this system. He seems like he's too confined out there and too robotic. Like the plays at the end of the first half against Michigan. Yep. When he just let it loose and chucked it downfield and found DK. It's like on a laser. It's to a spot. He's running down the field. He's excited. Let him do that. He's excited. What what, what happens? Well, I think Paul pulls back and he's playing the game of I, I don't trust him to make the right decisions, yeah. and so I'm going to pull the offense back in, which then paralyzes him even further. God. It's like, you know when your team hits a three and, like, see youth basketball, girls basketball, whatever, high school basketball, and then calling a timeout, as soon as that three hits the bottom, you just call everybody in and listen, we're getting a little too excited here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's calm down. We're scoring too much. <laughs> you know? You know, like, what, what, why are, why do we, we seem like, you know, Dream killers, fun suckers. We're yeah. just we're not we're not letting the guy play, and I, that's my defense. My, that's my half glass full for the guy. But in the end, if you're not making it happen, and Paul could, Paul, hey, Paul, hey, get Paul. Hey, go, we need a new guy. We need to move on, man. Yeah. Hey, ego. I want my offense to work. It's not the players. It's me. Yeah, but I've never seen yeah, that. What, I've never I'm just put, saying that. But wait a minute. That was a knock on Nagy in Chicago. Why aren't you trying? Why aren't you trying yeah. to make your offense fit your quarterback? Because he wants it to be his offense that makes it. Yeah, work. but the quarterback it fits the offense. Something's not. Mertz, Mertz fits the offense. He's not. he's on paper. He's perfect. I mean, he run a little faster, but he. Well, he, he's. he's I'm, but he's not doing it. He's not doing it. So I don't know why he's not confident. That's that's my because whole thing. Asking, the whole deal. I think you're asking him to do too much. Just, too much. Too much in a, an offense that does nothing. It hands the ball off. Play action. Roll out. Hit the guy who's open. It's not complicated. Well, then he stinks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> But I mean, then why it, don't you develop him? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But I just feel like with a little more love or whatever, or hard love, hard coaching, like, he needs to, he needs to connect. He needs to do, but I'm, just do, I'm saying this because we, we're so invested in him. Otherwise, dude, I'm just like, move on. Let, or let them compete. We got other guys. We talked about last week, and Derek was hammering me. I, I, couldn't, I heard that exchange. I couldn't, that was, I couldn't get out of it. But I'm like, Derek, you. what do you want to do? And that's what I say to Paul. What do you just Just do it. Make a move. Change. Do something. But don't be married to something that's not working. You, there's got to be some option other than just do the same thing over and over. That's insanity. Oh, I know. Yeah, definition of. As they so anyways, say. Caleb's a great deal, and he's yeah. doing it. He's making changes. Yeah. Hey, we got, we got new offense staff coming in. We got... We got stuff going on, and and if Bobby comes in, or if it's Daryl, I think they'll bring a couple of subtleties to the. Cha- it, it won't be the same offense, and then potentially there'll be confidence, whether it's Mertz, or if it's uh, Caleb, or I don't whoever else the guy is. 
So here, I want to I want to throw this one at you, Tark, because you know the dynamic in there. I think that there's a lot to be proud of in the last like ten years of bringing in alumni, guys who understand the program and know the program and that coaching staff. But I do remember maybe thinking like five years ago and looking at it and being like, you know, at a certain point there's this groupthink that goes on and maybe yeah. you're a little bit confined by what you've done. And so I love this idea of bringing in someone new and getting some fresh ideas and maybe some challenger the way that you think and the, the way that this program operates. Yeah. I, I mean, is I, that a fair thought? Fair, fair thought. I think that uh, – Having some cha- change is inevitable, right? And, but some people don't like it, but it's inevitable. And then having a guy come in that with a different set of eyes allows for growth. One, the evolution of the offense. And then I think it may install confidence. And, it, you know, it could validate Paul, too, because Paul Paul knows football. Paul runs. Yeah. He, dude, the guy, he runs a good team. The, the, people love him. We love him. He's the best. From a standpoint of integrity and, and toughness and what football is all about and the identity of our program, it's embedded in what Paul is. But the same token, we need to evolve as an offense, and bringing some new blood in could help it. I think you recognize that, and that's kind of why we're, we're making some changes. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light live from B.B. Jackson Cottage Grove. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. Presented by Coors Light, we are live at B.B. Jackson Cottage Grove. Had some fantastic house-made pizza, tater tots, loaded tater tots, some outstanding cheese curds. Wings were awesome as well. And, of course, Coors Light are going down fantastically. Tark Sala, Adam Mertz, I'm Jim Rutledge. We got you till 8 o'clock here. Uh, talking NFL football, talking Badgers that last segment here. Uh, with Badger football. So we all kind of agree here uh, as we're kind of watching there. There was at B.B. Uh, Jackson Cottage Grove, and uh, all of them are fantastic. Watching women's basketball right now as Michigan's taking on Ohio State. Badger football, they need, they've had some transfers come in, but they need an injection of something, some sort of juice to this team that the last two years have been underwhelming. I think that's fair to say. Two underwhelming seasons for this Badger football team. Tar? Yeah, fair to, fair to say. You know, they have like eight losses. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So, you know, going back, and I hate to, I hate to put it at the quarterback <laughs> position, but, you know, the offense overall is struggling. And I think the defense is going to lose some guys this year, obviously. And But I think they'll recover. And our offense just needs to gain confidence at the quarterback position. Because, obviously, Braylon's going to do well. The offensive line's got a lot of young players. They're going to be okay. So if we could just take what the defense gives us and don't let our quarterback position be a liability, just be be a manager, we'll be right. But, you know, it's, it's so funny when I see Mertz, we keep talking about him, but I see potential. I see potential where he, he is. He's got all the skills in the he world. He can win the game for you. Absolutely. But then... Then what's going on? So I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but it really came down to him. Could a new coach? Yeah. You've you've changed positional coaches, Tark. Yeah. Could a new coach come in here and unlock him? Like maybe yeah. it's not Ingram calling new plays, but it's no, him. just him talking to him. 
and just getting on that level of, hey, I played in the NFL, I saw this from this guy, or I saw this in, in you know, coaching the NFL, and, and just find a, a connect there. And I'm, I don't know if every time covering a team there, a new coach and things click uh, for players, good or bad. I, it's there's times you see it goes bad, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's times it goes well as well. Yeah, I mean, everyone, every coach communicates differently. Everyone sees talent <laughs> differently. Um, and, and then, <laughs> so for sure, right, in general, a coach could come in and just connect with the guy and give him confidence in normal circumstances in every position, potentially except quarterback, because the quarterback is this unknown commodity. We don't know. We if Paul is probably one of the best quarterback coaches in America, right? But he doesn't. Nobody can evaluate it. Like, listen, there's only like five quarterbacks worth of who in the NFL. Can't evaluate. You don't know when the ball snapped what the kid's going to do, and sometimes no matter what you, you know, you know Paul could make could get the best out of a guy, but sometimes the guy just just, just can't do it because of, there's so many things you ask a quarterback to do. When you watch Aaron Rodgers do what he does, yeah. that is like Beethoven. Yep. Yeah. I mean Absolutely. him him going to his fourth option, fifth option. So what is this like Hanson? What are we watching right now? Umbop. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> with yeah. It's like I don't know what you know. It's like it's one beat, and you know I don't know what, but it's a it's a struggle. So so, but maybe maybe, and that's the thing. Is it is it is it is Mertz's confidence or his inability to operate in that deal? And I I think that a quarterback, and I think if Paul was dedicated to him, and I hate to say that. Because you know he he would never admit that he wasn't, but you're, you know he's the coordinator, he's the head coach, quarterback coach. The Paul's defense, you can't be all those things. That's three people, yeah. That's like if people. Paul just spent time with him, yeah. Like Ty, well, let's go back to Tyler Donovan, poor poor guy. I love Tyler Donovan, good dude, all this stuff. But he he was a better athlete than he was a quarterback. And there's yeah. a lot of guys you could say that yep. about. But he, you know, Paul connected with him and just like made him because he dedicated his time to him, made him. A serviceable quarterback, yep. and he did that with all these quarterbacks. But I think in the last year or so, he expanded his role, and that—that is—that's my theory. That you, you can't do all this stuff. Yeah, it, but I get it. There's kind of a, a yeah. There's why an Ingram or a Bevel or someone to come. But there in. is for general. I mean, you watch the game. You don't have to be a football expert. There's some sloppy footwork still. That Graham just reverts back to. I could make this throw in high school without my feet yeah. set, or then the ball goes into the dirt. And, and or sales. So there's still like there's a confidence level thing. And then there's just like, what's going on, man? Like set your feet, throw the ball. Like, so this, yeah. So I, I was talking about that a lot on on the air on the Saturdays this fall. You know that that Penn State game was just kind of like a slap in the face to me because here's what I envisioned this year. I envisioned like COVID year, write it off. You know, awful. No receivers. Blah blah blah. A lot of excuses. Um, great. Great core coming back this year. You got Jake. You got experienced receivers that you'd think you'd be throwing to every day in the offseason. It's just really understanding each other inside and out. You come out in that first game, and he's handing off the ball in the wrong position. Yeah. Fumbling, Fumbling the ball. And like, do you have tripping. the attention to detail that is required of a college, of a Division One high performing college quarterback? And. He hasn't shown it to me, and that's the thing that that bothered me right out of the gates this year. And it just looked like there was no there was no um, intuitiveness between him and his receivers. 
of where they should be at certain times. And, you think and, about and, how the and, season and, ended with and, Minnesota, and frankly, the ball in the middle of the field. Yep. Like, you guys haven't figured it out by now? Yeah. Frankly, every time he took the field, it was like his first time. Yeah. Like, he didn't, he didn't like, get better. Right. But now let's, let, let's, take, let's give him some credit. He, Purdue, we go to Purdue and beat Purdue on the road. That's, that's awesome. Come back, beat Iowa. Yep, on the road. solidly. And then we, we ended up beating Nebraska, which was tough, but we willed our way. Um, like why? Why? You know? And I feel like, I feel like I trip. The only thing, the only thing that I saw, the variable there was Braylon Allen. Yeah. So Braylon's run the ball, and I, and I, don't, I feel it's more psychological than it is the fact that we were just controlling the ball. There's a little bit of the of the, the physical part, but the, I do I do think that he just had the confidence that Braylon was there and whatever. So. I don't know. I think maybe if you bring Braylon together with a coach that's going to dedicate himself to him and be able to give him confidence that he could be, he could compete. That was the deal we were talking about last week. Let him compete for the job, but we're going to have to bring somebody else in, and that might if that if that psychologically deters him, then well, too bad. That should incentivize yeah. him. Yeah. Make him focus, and let's move forward. I mean, that's and then they, this is a business, man. We don't we don't have time. We can't coddle anybody. No, if it doesn't motivate you, that tells you a lot too. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't deal with that. But you know the thing is, though, to his defense, the kids, from what I hear, they like him. Yeah. He's willing to put the work in. But there is. I don't, a, I don't think he's afraid point, of competition. Then there could be that magic disconnect. I mean, if we get the leadership part of it, and I know there's been plenty of quarterbacks that are smart and hardworking quarterbacks. Look, Jay Cutler has a degree from uh, Vanderbilt. Every player will tell you he busted his butt in practice. Got to the field, it never carried over. He'd make the. He, his feet, footwork would get sloppy. He'd make the effort. I got the strongest arm. Make this throw, sort of thing. It just never carried. To your point, this magic carryover. Smartest guy in the room, one of the smartest people in the NFL, knew all the playbook backwards and forward, and killed it in practice. You take it to the game, and things didn't click. You'd revert back right. to the, the bad habits. So tell me this. This is my old coach used to tell me. He said, if you could do it once, you could do it a million times. <clears throat> so I've seen Mertz now play three. Three good, three very good games. Maybe four. You got Illinois, Michigan, Purdue this year. Illinois, Michigan last year. Purdue, Iowa this year. So I'm looking. Look. Yep. And I want to. I want to. I want to take both of his hands. Look him in the eye. And go, man. You, brother. We, we could do this, man. We could do this. You can do it. Let's go do it. Let's go. Let's go compete this fall. Let's go. Let's go win this. You know. Let's go. And I just. I feel like he needs a hug, man. That's it. <laughs> well, and, and then he can, he can get over the the hump. But I did worry. I did worry last year whether that season was going to break him mentally. Yeah. I mean, he there was way too much pressure on him last year. Yeah. That was uncomfortable. Yep. And, absolutely. And he was competing his ass off last year. I mean, like that Indiana game. Yeah. You know, he, he put that ball right where it needed to be to DK at the end of the game against a really good Indiana team. Yep. And Wisconsin had no business being in that game, but I just don't know. I, to your point, like, dude, the, you know, some things are you just need something to get him over the top. All the forces and the way the things go and serendipity and all this stuff. But it, it, it's just been it's been a rough two years. And even you know, going back to 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 Cone, you know, for Cone and him, like, there was a zero sum game here. It's not doesn't need to be that way. And but it became that way. And like, I just. I don't know. I don't. You know, it, you know the quarterback coach, uh, Bud Meyer, Bud Meyer, that's sick. Yeah. So that you know. Yeah. And then Paul's trying to manage the team, manage the quarterback position. How's he, how are you supposed to do all that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but you got. I mean, you got to find a way to do it. Cone leaves. Like, wait, wait, don't leave. 
But, you know, somebody maybe somebody was going to leave no matter what. Yes, absolutely. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light, live from BB Jackson, Cottage Grove. I'm in Toronto and I got this view But I might as well be in a hotel room, yeah It doesn't matter cause I'm so consumed Spending all my nights reading texts from you Oh, I'm good at keeping my distance I know that you're the feeling I'm missing You know that I hate to admit it But everything Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light. Live from BB Jackson Cottage Grove. 18 beers on tap. Uh, Coors Light is our favorite. They got a salad bar here, arcade, 15 TVs, banquet room. Uh, everything you want here is fantastic. And the food is great. We're having a great time. Tark Sala, Adam Mertz, I'm Jim Rutledge. And we, uh, we got you for another 20 minutes or so. Our team's bailing on us. 20 minutes short. Bailing as Alex Strofe walks out. Mr. Jordan Love apologist. He's all ready to go all in on Jordan Love. Uh, Strofe, nobody here at this table agrees with you, but everyone's butt. Oh, you can be wrong. <clears throat> I know you can, Alex. Don't worry about it. And so, guys, we'll turn the attention back to the Packers here. And this is where the, it gets interesting. So, Rodgers, we don't have to get deep, deep into the cap. But essentially, the Packers are $45 million over the cap. And that's essentially Aaron Rodgers' cap hit next year. But that's not a glitch, not them bringing back anyone. So now not only are you over the cap, you have true free agents here, uh, like uh, Campbell, like Douglas yep. on the defensive side of the ball, and then you have possible at least cap adjustments or casualties in Preston and Zedarius Smith because mm-hmm. you can get off of them with very little cap hits. Mm-hmm. So those guys are likely cut. That's the defensive side of the ball. And the let's just start there. Let's assume, like, again, the Rodgers, like, this is kind of like an all-in choice. But when I look at it, just looking at their free agency, the Packers would love to have Campbell back. He's probably going to triple his salary. He got paid $2 million this year. He might quadruple that. He had a all-pro season. He's going to get paid. I don't see a way the Packers, especially if the keeper and Rodgers, can bring him back. It was just one of those, hey, that was an amazing find. But he played so well. He's young. How are you going to pay him? Yeah, well, you know, <clears throat> he came in for whatever, 10 weeks, was it? Or no, was he the whole, the he whole, the whole year? year? Yeah. Okay. You think about Douglas yeah, was cool. 10 weeks. Yeah. Okay, but you know, <clears throat> you, you can pick and choose your battles here with these guys, and you yeah. get a draft, you can fill in, you get some free yep. agents, and do your thing. But that quarterback position is. Well, I know, gold. but I just want to. We're just yep. going to think back at this. So, Douglas. Another guy allowed Mason Stokes to he Eric Stokes probably played more than he ha- should have even this year. He's got some nice talent, but a lot was being asked of him. Douglas comes in and makes some plays. Are you going to stick Stokes in there? You can let King walk, but the King I even bring him up. He is a free agent, but there's the secondary is not deep. Uh, it's great at the top end with Jair and Savage and, and Amos is a solid player. And Douglas had a great year. He's going to get paid too. Mm-hmm. Right, he might be a I risk. I thought he though. said something like he's just. Yeah, I'm sure his agent yeah. called him immediately afterwards and said, <laughs> shut up. Uh, you're going to get paid. Fair, you're going to get paid. you got one payday coming yeah. your way. 
Uh, so, and I got a commission. Right, exactly. Yeah, but you had Alexander, you got Stokes. You put those guys at the corners. You get your safety still, right? Yep. So, so let's just, you know, and then build. So Smith Brothers, though. Yep. Their money's. Pr- well, you got Gary, right? Yep. And then. You could lose both Smith Brothers yeah. and Campbell. So you're stuck with. You only have Gary left. Because, oh, by the way, you have to pay Gary and Alexander starting now, whether it's extending them or fifth year options. Well, if you wrote this all down on a grease board or something like that, I could tell you. You, know, you don't have to give me answers. I'm just playing that. Like, so that's yeah, one side that's of the what ball. I'm saying. We're setting the grease oh, board, yeah, right? Yeah. We're so kind of laid it out there. What's Here's the other side of the ball here. So Devontae, right. Aaron, whatever. I don't know what happens with that. But Aaron. then you have yeah. Tanyan, MVS. Uh, you have Lazard. And basically every one of your pass catchers. Not signed. So that's a whole other thing that you have to figure out. And, oh, by the way, Elton Jenkins has got a contract coming up here, too, that you're going to have to extend. And you got Bakhtiari on a hook for a lot okay. of money. Well, I'll tell you this. It's a, I mean, look, no, they drafted well. They have I good just, players. I'm going to try and do this off the cuff. One last thing, though. The la- but here's, where it, here's why they consider Jordan Love, is you can pay Jordan Love you know, on the rookie scale and keep all these guys, and then you try to become like the Tennessee Titans. And hopefully Jordan Love develops in a way that he grows into a great quarterback. But that's – let's just look at two options here. Option A, you keep Rodgers and Adams. Or option B, you keep all those other guys and let Rodgers and Adams go. That's, those might just be I'd rather keep Rodgers and Adams and let everybody go. But for one I'll year. That, but one year. Because Adams is not going to – you can't ex- – I don't think Adams – they're going to pay Adams what he wants a long-term deal, so they're going to – Right. So it's not, this is not a long-term – like, this is the problem. You let all those guys go. You're long-term. Your future's out the window if you keep – Rogers. Rogers is good for three years, in my opinion. He's thirty-nine, but is he signing for three years? I don't know because Devontae won't get mad at me. I'm but just I'm saying, telling you, but like, this is where it is. I think for I, the foreseeable future, Aaron Rodgers is here. This is a year-to-year deal. Do you want to do that? And you, you're not going to keep Devontae more than one year. You're going to franchise him once. He's going to be pissed about it. So, like, that's where it gets. I get what you're it's saying. It's tough, but you are mortgaging. Can you sign Devontae long-term? You're though? mortgaging the Can future. Can you sign Devontae long-term if you keep Rodgers? I think he's willing to sign it, but how do you do that? And Bakhtiari, Kenny Clark. And no, we got Rashad. Bakhtiari there. But so, I'm saying that he already eats up a lot of the cap. You have Rashawn Gary and Jair Alexander who get paid big money. Okay, well, I so need you to sacrifice one see, of them? I need to see the numbers. But here's the deal. I get rid of Tanyan. If I keep Adams, I get rid of Lazard. I get MVS out. And then I get rid of Campbell. <clears throat> I get we rid, saw that picture I get a few rid, years ago. I get, it was bad until those guys finally developed. I know, but I'm going to. You gotta bring. You're gonna have to bring other guys in. You're gonna have to. If I got Adams, I got Dewar. I'm gonna live with him. I'm gonna live with other. Th- you know, there's gonna be compromise because number twelve is the only thing keeping it going. That's the bottom line. You're gonna you're gonna win nine games with Rodgers. You're gonna you're gonna win four without him. And then all the bars and everybody so, else lose. Well, wait. Well, let me ask. So that's the question. We, but if you're willing to lose for a couple of years and rebuild, let's do it. But is it, and this is really what it comes down to, I think you could win if you have that roster without Rodgers and Adams. Not with Love. If, well, that's, so this is where they make the choice. If you go with Love, you're signaling, we're going to rebuild, we're going to let some other guys go, and we're going to yeah. try to win in two years. Mm-hmm. Or do you bring in uh, Gardner Minshew? Uh, Alex yep. G., you had some names out there that could be available as far as free agency, but what are some other options? Well, yeah, uh, I mean, so, it's one of those free agent names. Yeah, uh, Marcus Mariota is available. Um, yeah. He's twenty eight, and yeah, he he is familiar with the Tennessee Titans offense, which is where uh, Lafleur came from. Yep. Uh, there's also Tyrod Taylor, 
There's Geno Smith, who's kind of on the way out, but he yeah, he looked pretty rough while uh, Russ was out. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's kind of the big one, where he's he's another NFL journeyman. He might be on his way back around. Um, and then, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick at 30, 39. Maybe he has a, a little bit left in the tank. And Jameis Winston's the big one. Right. Well, and again, another one I'll put out there, and I'm, I'm kind of joking. Mitch Trubisky was a one-year deal at Buffalo. Uh, he won a lot of games. I, I'm just saying, like that could be a low, that could be a cheap option. Sure, and so, he but, looked wait. good when he was you know, in the in the preseason. I know it's preseason, but he looked good in the in a different offensive scheme. Yeah, well, look, the the we clearly there might have been both of them, but clearly in Chicago, Nagy was part of the problem. But there could be. Now I don't know how this. Ha- Derek Carr is probably too expensive, but Jimmy G could be let go. There's other guys that could mm. come up that you might be able to pay. Uh, again, Andy Dalton is a guy that will be out there. And I'm not saying these are great answers, but these are other guys that could be available for low-end trades. So it's really, do you want to go and trade? If you're going to go with Love and you're going to try to win, you've got to go Love and you got you got to bring in a guy. Someone that's really going to compete for that job. Yeah, but the bottom line is, as, as Packer fans, psychologically, we've got to be prepared to lose Rodgers, which is, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, I don't know. Like, your parents are getting divorced. You know? Like, is, yeah, we'll have two houses. We'll be able to do it. But, like, it's we're still not going to be the same. We're not going to win as much. We're not going to – Well, know, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle, and then you get through it, and then hopefully you get back. So here's back. the other part of it, though. So the great part of having a franchise quarterback is that you have a long window to win. Mm-hmm. Probably three years with Rodgers. So – with this roster, the problem with not having a great quarterback, for my opinion, is more of, look, Chicago put together a couple good years. They'd always just flame out in the playoffs, and, and you, couldn't, you didn't know if it was repeatable. Right. The Packers could just restart this whole process. You, you let Rodgers go. You let uh, Adams go. You load up a team. You go Tennessee Titan style. You find your Tan- – Tannehill was a, a scrap heap guy. You fire Tannehill. Mm-hmm. You got Jones. You got Dylan, And you got a good defense, and the division's crap. So you go out there – can you can you win the division and lose in a divisional round with any quarterback? Because that's yeah. what you, that's what you did this year. But how many how many and then you draft how many Tennessee guy. Titans are out there? How many teams can do that? Though? So against the re- it's the repeatable. Jacksonville's been repeating it. I'm sorry, Tennessee's been repeating it. Jacksonville did a few years with Nathaniel Hackett as their OC. They had a great defense. Like there are teams that can do it. It's just you don't have a you don't have that perpetual window with the so you still have to go find your great quarterback but you probably got three years with Aaron Rodgers so the gamble is do you just say hey you know what we'll go three years of solid don't screw it up quarterback play and be like the 49ers who just beat us while we try to find our new quarterback well let's not let's not throw away our entire roster to keep Rodgers because that's what they're going to start to fall into here Damn. Well, and you keep saying you you know like you you push it down the road and and you know you see what you can put around Rodgers to finally put together a, a Super Bowl caliber team. That was it this year. We had that this year. We had a Super yeah. Bowl caliber team, and we fell short on the uh, on the shoulders of Aaron Rodgers and admittedly terrible special teams play. And, it, and in the end, I, to me, I think Aaron played well enough, not in that game, but you know. We would have won the game if if we just didn't give up the punt for a touchdown, punt block. I mean, you could have had all the run backs on kickoff. I mean, how many kick how many special teams mistakes were there? So many. Yeah. There are plenty. So many. But just don't give up the touchdown. Right. And that's not a I don't think it's a lot to ask. But they're just they're just awful. And I, I'm glad LaFleur took accountability there. Because you know what? The head coach sets the tone. 
And a special team coach is probably not the guy, but the head coach comes in the, in the room, and, and he puts the emphasis on special teams, and that has to be, you know, that's it. It's, it's in stone. Uh, we'll take a break here. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light Live from BB Jacks in Cottage Grove. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light Live from BB Jacks in Cottage Grove. Uh, we had some fantastic food. You should come here, 18 beers on tap. Obviously, our favorite is Coors Light. They have a salad bar, arcade, 15 sports bars. Uh, just everything here is fantastic. Great amount of space. Uh, we're having a blast out here. They're treating us fantastic. Next time uh, you're looking for a night out, tomorrow night, come on out to BB Jack's and Friday, Saturday, whatever day of the week it is, come here. You have a lunch, too. They have a salad bar going on. We had a fantastic time here. Guys, uh, I don't know if you guys, the Olympics are, are coming up here. Uh, and, and Adam, well, before we get to our new teammate here in Matt Hamilton, I saw you posted someone from Mount Horeb, I believe, in the Olympics. Is that what? So, uh, yeah, the, the story I wrote today was actually about a younger kid. Oh, okay. Who's, who's aiming for the Olympics. Gotcha. There is, okay. there is a skier, and she's uh, Hannah Ertham is her name. She's women's wrestling. She's uh, got that on her line. But she's not. She's like a 2028. 20, um but I saw that Anna Hoffman, who's a ski jumper, yes, that's what Blackhawk, I was. Okay, gotcha. Uh, got a spot. So oh yeah, that's I did see cool. that too. Yeah, the well, connection. And then there's Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton, yes sir, uh, who now will be my co-host weekdays two to four, uh, Monday through Friday here. Right now it'll be the jump around two to four. Uh, but when Matt gets back, uh, he'll be uh, co-hosting the show. But Matt's out there, when the, you know, heading out to the Olympics here with his sister. But it is kind of fun. The Olympics coming up, some Wisconsin ties, some Madison ties. Matt's a McFarland person, and, and so is his sister. Uh, and, and it's it's curl, curling's taking off. Uh, do, do either one of you guys curl? Have you curled before? I haven't, but uh, I know it's a popular sport. No, I have it's not. It's awesome. I just love that it? Wisconsin runs. I mean, I watch in the Olympics, yeah. and I love the fact that Wisconsinites embrace it. We got all this representation, and uh, but I, you know, I, it's like what? Is, like I think it's like shuffleboard or like you know bocce ball, kind of like that type of deal. But you know, doing a deal. I've what, curled. Oh, okay, Alex, tell us a little bit about it. Uh, so you essentially you've got two different shoes, which is the first thing that really weirded me out. One's like grippy, and the other one's slidey. And then um, you just you got to throw the rock. There's a little target, and you're you're knocking each other out of the way, kind of like a shuffleboard. Um, and and then to to help it kind of steer. From my understanding, now I've curled once, and my, my stepdad does it a little bit more. But uh, you you use the swe the sweeping to like create friction or like lessen friction to turn it to where you want to go, not so much to make it go further. Sure. Now you okay. you, can, you cannot hit that rock. With the broom, can you? Uh, no, no, yeah. You can't just, like, get behind and push trouble, it. Right? <laughs> just pick it up where you want. a little bit. Right. <laughs> it's got the big handle on top. Yeah, yeah, just pick it up. Here, wait, right here. That's where I wanted to go. And I, we're, we're, I think it's against the rules to curl without a Coors Light in hand, just in yeah, case that, anyone's I, wondering. I, that was one of the things that I thought was awesome. One of the few Olympic sports where you, like, you just get, you have to drink. Yeah. I, I believe some of the, like, the lineage of it is, it is kind of like a... A drinking game, social, a social game. Bowling. It's like bowling, basically. Yeah. That way. Yeah. So it is like, yeah, it is a social game. But we were talking about Jimmy and I were talking that unfortunately that Derek would force us to be the sweepers, and he would just be the guy <laughs> throwing the rocks. He gets to sit back and not, you know, really, you know, captain he's, of the team. He's the skill guy. He's bigger than us. You know, like prison. We'd be his little, you know, what's, and we'd be out there sweeping away. I'd be out of breath. 
course, light, you know, like I just be, this combined, I'd be like, then sooner or later, I'd just push back at Derek, and I gotta, I gotta be able, to, you know, sit down and relax and throw the, throw the rock. But I think they rotate because Matt. They is rotate. More of a, you get to Matt rotate. Matt does the brooming, but I know he's always out there. You know, as he says, throwing stones. So I think you do. I mean, I think you have the main guy, but I do think there's. Rotate through. I think you do rotate through. Yeah. I'm going to learn more about curling this Olympics. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to watch it, but I wanted to give a, a shameless plug to Rutledge and Hamilton. That's going to be awesome. Way to go. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And uh, guys, next time we come to the office, he's got. brings a gold medal all the time. Hopefully, he'll be bringing two. That'd what I great. learned is that the Olympic medals are different each time. So. Right now, the one he has currently is the heaviest Olympic medal in history, at least gold medal, because uh, it's made out of, like, uh, solid silver, and then they gold plate it. Okay. And he says he's really excited. Well, one, obviously, wants to win a gold medal. But each uh, – for the Summer Olympics, it's the same, too, but you have to have a Greek god on it. There's, like, some rules for the Summer Olympics. The Winter Olympics, you can do whatever you want with the gold. So this year, the – the China, the Chinese one has like jade into the oh. into the back of the gold medal. There's little jade pieces into it, right. and, and this, the one he has has special aspects to it. So each gold medal is slightly different. They're not the same. What would you guys do in the Winter Olympics? What would be your sport? <sighs> what would I want to do? Yeah, I mean, I want to play hockey. Yeah, hockey yeah. would be fun. Okay, yeah. yeah, something on the ice, skiing, like, I, skiing. I want to do that biathlon. Wait, snowboarding, snowboarding, ski around right? and then you shoot guns. Yeah, right. I can't believe that was still a game, cool. but like, yeah, that, it's just it's like the old Seinfeld skin. I'm like, who's this for? <laughs> Olympic snipers? Like, like <laughs> that is one of the more made-up games. You're like, what is this? You just like, throwing together random skill sets and yep. calling it a sport. Yep. Uh, Adam, thanks for hopping out. Yeah, Dark. thanks, Adam. Awesome As to be always. here. Derek, get better. Thanks to PB Jackson Cottage Grove. We had a fantastic time. This is food bad. is awesome. Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive presented by Coors Light.